Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviella, your host, and I, again, am grateful as always. You've joined us where week after week, I have the amazing opportunity to share insight with you and hopefully inspire you. And if you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, tell others. That's my (laughs) shameless pitch at the beginning here because uh, the only way we can, I'll say, leave our legacy is to extend this value to others who may be struggling and need Need an amazing resource. So I'm going to kick this off, but make this short and sweet because as you know, I have been trying to get rid of this frog in my throat and the longer I talk, the worse it gets. Now, I know you like my voice. I know you like my voice, but it's terrible when I go into a hacking fit. So I'm going to kick this off. We are in the season of providing insight to C-suite leaders who are responsible for kicking off these major initiatives. Some of them may be lean. We are trying to get operational efficiency, cut costs, be able to serve our customers, our clients better. But sometimes we make a big mistake and are left picking up the pieces. You're in a crisis. You're not getting the results you expect. And then you might call me the drop-in CEO to help you out of a crisis. Well, I love that, (laughs) but I don't want you ever to get into a crisis. I want you to think differently and do things right from the get-go. So here are some of my insights. I'm going to put it to you straight. Lean initiatives will never work unless you start with a leadership efficiency strategy to eliminate waste at the top. Now, don't get scared. I'm not talking about chopping heads and which, quite frankly, is very short-sighted as a way to get financial gains. It's about eliminating the waste that was created to serve yourselves versus the value-added activities that serve the people that impact your customers. Flip the pyramid around. The work that you do is in service to the people who serve your customers. And think about anything that people are doing. Are they in service to you? or in service to the most important people in the organization. So the way I'll break this down for you is by reverse engineering the problems I see by using some old-fashioned root cause analysis. Now, I'm just going to give it to you up front. When we do root cause analysis, typically... In an immature organization, all they're going to do is treat the symptom. Somebody didn't cross their I's, dot their T's, you scold them, you fix the paperwork, you retrain the operator or technician. And if you go a little bit deeper, you might want to say, well, what were the conditions? Why did they make that mistake to begin with? Did they get the training? Did you shortcut the training? Did they have the right procedure? Was the procedure right? Those are the conditions that existed that on that day, that person made a mistake. And then the last thing, and again, I am giving you all the insight up front because it'll make sense later if you go a little bit deeper into root cause analysis and look deep inside. What were the management practices that existed, that enabled the conditions to exist, that enabled on this day, this person made that mistake? Did you have an initiative that was full boat, 
get this thing out there. You shortcut things because you made a promise to a customer to deliver something and the date was more important than preparing the organization. That is a management practice issue because you didn't reverse engineering what was needed in order to equip everybody at any time under any conditions to be successful and then decide what the dates are. Now, let me give you some examples because this might make it a little bit more real for those of you who have deployed initiatives. Again, I'm going to get to the punchline really quick. Think about it. If you're in a manufacturing environment, an operator on the floor can increase their output by using 5S. 5S is a methodology to improve workplace organization, and a team is deployed to fix the operator. But I'll ask you, remember, go back to what I just talked to you about. Why do the conditions exist to create a workplace setup that was not optimal to begin with? Was it a legacy setup? Was it set up with certain outcomes in mind? And did we leave it up to the operator to create their own work standard? Regardless of the history, the operator was not set up for optimal efficiency, hence why we deploy a lean initiative. But What are the management practices that allow the conditions of an inefficient workplace to exist for the operator for which we now need to fix him and or him or her or they, he or she, (laughs) their workplace? And I'll tell you the reason why. So often when leadership sets up a new workplace, it is about the transaction, getting the equipment in place, failing to understand the interactions with the operator for gleaning the efficiency you hope to achieve. It was about the equipment that promised efficiency that when you came up short and operators have found ways to interact with it, things happen that may or may not be optimal. And I'll actually ask you again, had the leadership started from a place of how will that operator have optimal conditions to leverage the efficiency of the new equipment? Might they have had a different result? Think about it. But instead, Instead, I've seen this happen, we deploy consultants, hours of training of white, yellow, green, and black bouts to hurry, scurry, and do the work and claim success when we save a few dollars here and there. I know I've been on a podium there, but this is important. (laughs) I'm not saying I am anti-lean. My goodness, I learned so much under the mentorship of a lean sensei, and I was able to lead an organization and glean so many savings. But again, I think about how could we have done differently? I'll say it again. I'm not anti-lean, but had we dealt with the management conditions at the top when we deployed an organizational design, might we have realized the lean efficiency out of the gate? And instead, we've wasted a lot of money not being as efficient. And now we've spent more money having an external consultant to make our operations more lean. Could we have done things differently? Spent a little bit more time, maybe a little bit of money, consultancy at the beginning before deploying it, and we would have been lean from the beginning. I'm interrupting this episode to offer you an absolutely free opportunity to help you move your career forward in the next 12 months. If you're a mid-level leader who has a desire to accelerate your leadership impact but lacks a support system, let's jump on a call for 30 minutes and let me share with you the secrets of a C-suite. You already have what it takes as being that subject matter expert and leader of teams. However, you've not yet developed those essential skills that enable you to be heard, seen, and respected as a strategic leader. Head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on my contact page and schedule a conversation with me. 
It may be the best 30-minute investment you make in your career, and aren't you worth it? For me, I also want to simply see you succeed. And now, back to the conversation. So the insights, these are the insights I want to share with you. And this is setting your success for your leadership team. Lean strategies from the beginning of any initiative. And here they are. What management practices need to exist to set the organization up for success? Again, I flipped the pyramid here. Normally, we have a defect, an oops, a crisis. We always look to fix the person. We might get to fixing the conditions, but rarely do we get to fixing the management practices. Flip it over. Look at your team. What management practices exist to set the organization up for success? Do we look at risk-based thinking? Do we identify what is needed from the... It's all of that stuff. And then second, as you're thinking to move forward with an initiative, what conditions exist that need to be mitigated in order to eliminate the opportunity for an inefficiency? Again, do we give operators, technicians to act freely without having a standard in place and the training and the deep understanding of why they're doing and how they're doing it and how it's important to be consistent. Again, if that doesn't exist, you've got to go there. And then finally, if you go to the level where the work is done, where the value is created, again, lean terminology here, have we eliminated all the risks to assure we identify the possible causes for inefficient performances? You can start there, but I do suggest you start at the top management practices, do we even take the time at the beginning to properly plan and identify all the human elements and the interactions with this initiative that you're going to put in place, early adoption, the work standards that are needed, what have you? Those are leadership skills. And if that is not part of your plan, you're not going to have a very successful year. It's not about throwing more resources to find a solution. But it's really up to you to have the right lean leadership strategy so you don't have to allocate more resources to fix short-sighted leadership. And there you have it. I hope this episode was helpful. I made it short and sweet. I made it a little bit divisive because I wanted to wake you up a little bit. I want you to reflect on your leadership, how much money is spent after the fact, fixing things, fixing people, when you really need to look at yourself. Did you ask all the right questions at the beginning to assure that leadership had the oversight? All of that stuff, I can help you with that. Believe me, I can help you with that. But I do hope that you take away the fact is that at your next initiative, do you have the right management practices in place to assure you've set the organization up for success? If not, you better shore that up. And then are there conditions or risks in the organization that might prevent you from achieving the gains that you're hoping to achieve? And lastly, but also important, look at where the work is done and value created and identify any and all of those risks and help the people be able to serve their customers in the most efficient way. Because ultimately, it's about you leaving your legacy versus throwing all kinds of money at it. If you can take this episode and start acting on it and bringing it into your leadership meetings, I am so grateful that this provided value. If you know somebody in your network that might be struggling, share this value, this episode with them to get them to think a little bit differently. Again, I am not anti-lean. It is an amazing methodology, but it does start at the top and your leadership practices and the conditions that exist to enable great success with such methodologies. But if you need some help, 
I'm your partner. I can be your partner just to have a conversation. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. Go to my website, dropinceo.com. Let's just have a conversation. And maybe I can impart some insight or get you started, or maybe I can partner with you. And with that, my cough held out, (laughs) but I'm losing my voice. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast, where I am so grateful that I hopefully I've provided you value. And until we meet again, I want to wish you well and much success. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who will find it useful and inspiring. When you share this podcast, it allows me to continue to help C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow to navigate their challenges with confidence. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.